You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And this is the 415ers podcast on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network, 95.7 The Game. Coming at you twice a week here in the offseason of anything big breaks. We'll certainly be on top of that with some bonus episodes. So keep an eye out. Download, rate, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts from. Five stars appreciated. Uh, Mark, there was a, a little bit of news in this kind of window between our last episode and, and yeah. this, and that's the fact that the Fort Adders now have a kicker. And hey. we, we do know that Robbie Gold is unfortunately no longer a member of the 49ers. He said he wanted to go out and test the market, try and get more money. So the 49ers make a trade for former Carolina Panthers kicker Zane Gonzalez, who they have some familiarity with. He'd spent some time in Arizona, and so they, they've seen him up from, from personal. And, of course, he's one of the now uh, many Panthers from last year under Steve Wilkes, who is now the D.C. for San Francisco to come on over to the Bay. So welcome in Zane Gonzalez. Don't have to worry about a young kicker, which is always nice. And in fact, you get a veteran with maybe not the track record of a Robbie Gold, even prior to Robbie Gold's time in San Francisco, uh, but you get a well-known commodity and a guy that you certainly hope can knock down some long ones. Yeah, you, you mentioned all the Carolina Panthers. So Zane Gonzalez, Steve Wilkes, of course, Christian McCaffrey, Sam Darnold, and Miles Hartsfield. All Panthers at some point last year are now 49ers. Um, interesting little uh, factoid there. A lot of a lot of Carolina Panthers are now wearing the red and gold. Um, I think the Zane Gonzalez trade is interesting because the 49ers gave up literally as little as you could possibly give up to acquire him. The Panthers, in fact, had already told Zane Gonzalez they were going to release him. Um, and then, you know, I don't know how exactly it worked. The Niners probably called up the Panthers and said, hey, we're interested in taking a flyer on this guy. Let's do a literally seventh round conditional pick swap in the 2025 NFL draft. So two years down the road, seventh round conditional pick swap. So not even just a seventh round pick. It's, you know, maybe moving up 10 slots on a draft board. Like that's literally what this is. So you gave up next to nothing and he's making, he has no guaranteed money left on his contract. So the 49ers are not obligated to do anything with him monetarily either. I think this does signal the end of the Robbie Gold era because if they were still confident that they could get gold back, Evan, they would not have made this deal. But it does not mean they're done in the kicking room. Because, again, there's no no guaranteed money tied up to Zane Gonzalez. And they gave up literally as little as you could to get someone in the NFL. So I wouldn't be shocked if, if they draft a kicker, if they even still go out and they, they sign someone else. I think the Robbie Gold era is over. But I think there's a pretty good possibility that they bring another kicker in and they feel the kicking competition throughout the offseason and in training camp. 
Uh, just so people know, Gonzalez did not officially kick in 2022, but the last time that he was active on the Carolina Panthers roster in 2021, made 91% of his field goals, made 96% of his extra points. So uh, that was by far his best season, but the last time, of course, he was kicking consistently for an NFL team, he was he was pretty good. Uh, also, one more note from the offensive line. The 49ers signed Matt Pryor, kind of some added depth on the offensive front, played six, or pardon me, nine games for the Indianapolis Colts last year. Uh, but one, one thing that John Lynch did mention about the O-line mark today as we're recording on Tuesday was the fact that it does look like Colton McKivitz is going to be the man for the right tackle position. So, of course, Mike McGlinchey leaves for the big deal that he got in Denver. McKivitz was... Uh, resign Jalen Moore is also a backup tackle that they can use on the right side, but it does look like the 49ers are probably done adding big names on the offensive front. Uh, I know they didn't to begin with, but McKivitz is probably going to be the guy. Yeah, I think they're done adding uh, starters basically everywhere. The one spot would be kicker. If it's not Zane Gonzalez, it, again, I, I think there's a chance it's not. So uh, I think the Niners starters are completely filled out right now. They're just adding depth pieces um, and, you know, things to people to fill holes. If there's an injury here or there, if, if a guy's out for a week, um, they also signed a defensive lineman uh, from the Detroit Lions, Austin Bryant. He's been um, injured off and on in his career. He played just nine games this past year, had, had played 14 the year before, um, 26 years old, edge rusher. Nothing special, but a depth piece. You needed to to fill in some of those holes on your roster. The Niners have done that. Um, now it's a question of of who they get in the draft because there aren't any glaring needs right now. Of course, you can always get better. You can always have better depth. But the Niners do seem to have, for the most part, uh, their roster filled out. You know, you have your starters and you have your you know second string guys for the most part. Now it's just a question of, of who are you targeting in the draft, and, and we'll certainly get into that more uh, as we, we head into April. Um, but, yeah, no more big moves. I would I would be shocked if the Niners pull something big out of the hat the rest of the offseason. Can I ask you something, Mark? Go ahead. If all things were equal, money not a factor. Okay. Why wouldn't the 49ers inquire – about Lamar Jackson. Why wouldn't they inquire about Lamar Jackson? Oh, they're definitely inquiring about Lamar Jackson. I mean, you have to. I'm just saying, and I know that John Lynch came out today and said Brock Purdy is the leader in the clubhouse. But let me tell you what, that clubhouse, I'd light on fire if there was a chance to get Lamar Jackson. Because to me, not only does that put the 49ers as the favorites in the NFC, in which they already are, I think that would make them favors for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, of course, if you didn't hear the news, obviously he's been in a dispute with the Ravens for a while. He came out on Monday as we're recording this, literally the moment that head coach John Harbaugh was scheduled to start talking, and Lamar Jackson came out saying that he requested a trade back on March 2nd. Uh, so a little bit of planning there from Lamar Jackson. He is uh, unhappy with Baltimore. He wants out. Uh, and if the 49ers are, are not reaching out, trying to see if there's any way to, to make something work, then they're not doing their jobs right. I would be utterly shocked if they were able to make something work. But you're right. Lamar Jackson 
with these playmakers on offense, even if you had to give up, you know, one one of your elite offensive weapons, like this offense would still be unstoppable and the defense would still be really good. It would the Niners would immediately become the favorite to win the Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. I, I mean, look, I know that there was an ESPN article a month ago when kind of the rumors about Lamar Jackson after he got ex- placed on the franchise tag, not exclusively. Uh, the Niners were ranked, I think, kind of in the middle of the pack as far as trade potential partners. But, I mean, I, I don't know, Mark. Like, I, I know it's I know it's probably not going to happen. And honestly, I think Lamar in some way, shape, or form probably ends up back in Baltimore. But I, I do wonder what the 49ers think about this. Because honestly, the way that we have seen their actions play out is when it comes to quarterbacks, I'm sure we'll hear that they've made a call, maybe texted somebody. I don't know if the 49ers have inquired about Lamar Jackson. I mean, nothing in their actions in the last few years when it comes to potential big-name quarterbacks and their quote-unquote connections to them has told me that they are doing the hard, dirty work to try and even see if this is a possibility. Like, And, and, and that, to me, is a bit negligent. Well, yeah, I mean, I think there's a line between like reaching out and checking in and actually working hard to make something happen. I don't think that they are getting that far because I I think the Ravens are saying, yeah, you don't you don't have a chance. Sorry, like we're not trading Lamar Jackson to you. Um, I, I do think that the 49ers and this is a little to your point, I think the 49ers are so far down this path of trying to win a Super Bowl with the roster construction of a, a quarterback on a rookie deal. And they could, you know, swing it and make things work and swap contracts and clear up space and and do all this. But the Niners have planned for, you know, this year and this coming year for such a long time to have the money for Debo last year, to have the money for Bosa this year, to make it all work and and what is the thing that allows them to do it all it's having a quarterback on a rookie deal not making a ton of money and not breaking the bank the niners would have to totally forego that plan to make lamar jackson work and i'm not saying that that would be a bad thing to do lamar jackson is a former mvp and would immediately become the best quarterback you've had since your you know consecutive hall of famers and joe montana and steve young but they would have to totally change their plan of like the last five years to make it work. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, it looked like, not that they changed their plan, but last year we saw them get aggressive and go out and trade capital for Christian McCaffrey. We obviously saw them trade multiple first-round picks for Trey Lance a, a few years before that. I'm just saying that if Lamar Jackson is available... And I know the 49ers don't have a first-round pick in this draft, but they do get their first-rounders beginning next season. 
if that takes two first round picks and a lot of cash, and maybe you got to give them Brock Purdy or Trey Lance, or I don't know, you got to move someone in order to make it work. I am just going to look, we're going to, I think we're going to look back on this and kind of throw it in the same category of, well, you could have got Brady. Well, you could have got Rodgers. Well, you could have got, there are all these could have, would have, should as when it comes to quarterbacks. And I get that the 49ers have used that money responsibly elsewhere, but I just, I can't help but salivate over the idea of a player of that caliber, not even specifically Lamar Jackson, but a quarterback of that caliber, which the 49ers, like you said, have not had in over two decades playing at Levi Stadium in the scarlet, red, and gold, and being able to watch that knowing that you automatically... I mean, what is what is the one thing that the 49ers have missed in each of their deep playoff runs? Would you like What's been their, their biggest flaw? Dynamic quarterback play. What is Lamar Jackson? A dynamic quarterback. I'm not saying that they can make <laughs> this feasibly work, and financially, who knows? It might be completely off limits, especially when you got to pay Bosa, and we're talking about paying Brandon Ayuk down the line, but I... I just believe that in a quarterback-driven league, we saw last year that even a number one defense at points can be rendered useless, not just in the NFC Championship game, but against Kansas City, they got tore up. They had bad games against lesser teams. A great defense is amazing. But nowadays in the NFL, you need a top-tier quarterback, in my opinion, to separate yourself from the pack. That's why the AFC is so damn good, because all the arms are over in that side of the, the conference. And the NFC, you're looking at Jalen Hurts in the field. Lamar Jackson, in my opinion, has a better resume than Jalen Hurts, even though he's been to a Super Bowl now. That is the type of game-changing player that I think the 49ers are missing. And I'm sorry if I'm, I'm being unrealistic here, Mark, but I, I just I can't help myself. Well, I, I don't think you're being unrealistic, but I do think you have to would consider what it would take to get him. It would be a couple first-round picks. All of uh, it. You... you Say you got to give up Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa, two first two first round picks. I don't know if I have to give up Nick Bosa. I might here. have to give up uh, Trent Williams. Might have to give up George Kittle. Might have to give up oh, the, the, the Ravens. The Trent Williams is great, but the Ravens are not giving up a young quarterback that's elite for a, an offensive lineman who has two good years. The Ravens are doing everything they can not to give Lamar Jackson a fully guaranteed deal. I think they'd be willing to take picks along with top-tier players that can help them continue to compete, which is what they've done under Ozzie Newsom, who is trying at this point to basically satisfy his owner by not giving him a Deshaun Watson deal. Um, I mean, the the Ravens have they don't have a ton of pressure on them right now because the, he can they can tag him and they've already tagged him, and if no other team can agree to contract terms with Lamar Jackson, then he'll be a Raven for another year. They're not going to accept this trade for peanuts. They're going to hold out to get everything that they possibly can. And if the 49ers call, which at the very least they've texted, I'm sure the conversation begins with, okay, Nick Bosa. Like, I, I really think that's where it begins for the Ravens. In their opinion, if they were to trade uh, Lamar Jackson to the 49ers, they're saying, all right, the starting point is Nick Bosa. What else you got? And I think that's where the Ford Anders say, eh, I'm not sure it's worth it. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, Nick Bosa is, is untradeable, but I, I don't think that, look, the NFL is, is not a place where you see 
top tier talent being swapped. It's typically involved in a lot of picks and the 49ers starting next season have it. And all I'm saying, let me put this in perspective. If you could spend what you spent on Trey Lance in the draft to get Lamar Jackson, but you're just involving more dollars. To me, that's a much more given commodity, a much more, much more, you know, obvious choice. I'm sorry, Mark. No, I mean, everything you're saying is right. It's just, I don't think the Niners are going to do it. I think the Ravens are going to be asking for too much. The Niners will not be willing to, to reach their price, not necessarily a monetary price, but a talent price. The 49ers have been down this road of trying to win a championship with the quarterback on a rookie deal, and they're not going to blow it all up and get rid of perhaps their most prized asset right now to buck their trend and go against their plans. While it would be an incredible move and it would make them probably the best offense in the NFL, I just don't think it's what the 49ers really want to do. I don't think they want to do that. I don't think they want to give up Nick Bosa. And again, Lamar Jackson would be fantastic. Everything you're saying is right. I just, I don't see it happening. All I'm saying is I don't think it would involve Nick Bosa. Eh. But I guess we'll never know. Because, of course, the possibility is unlikely. But <laughs> I would like to tell people that, of course, you can catch us two times a week here in the off season. Thursday is going to be our next episode as we're recording this, releasing it on Tuesday. And, Mark, I appreciate you as always, as that will do it for this edition of the 415ers podcast. Please download, rate, subscribe, follow on social media, Twitter, Instagram, all the rest. And uh, that's Mark. I'm Evan. We'll talk to you next time.